Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. This is the episode you have been waiting for. I know you have been filled with anxiety. You have been filled with worry. You may have even been depressed. But now this is the episode that you have been waiting for the thousands and thousands of emails I have received about this very subject. I can finally say I have a solution and I have fixed everything. Now, the... uh, The reality is that's all a lie. That's all hyperbole. That's all exaggeration. I have not received one email in regards to this subject. There is no one waiting for this episode, and there has been no one filled with worry, anxiety, fear, and concern about what I was going to do, because I think most people felt like, just stop. It's over. You just take the L. You're it's it's finished. You tried, but you failed. You lost. You're a loser. Just give up. But 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 I I can't I can't stop myself. I can't. So I think I figured out what to do. Will this be a a very a beautiful solution? Will it be a very elaborate solution? Will it be eloquent? I don't know. Will it be a solution at all? In some people's mind, it's going to be like, you've got to be kidding me. That's your solution? It's ridiculous. Okay, maybe so. Some of you have no idea what I'm talking about. So let's get to this. First of all, Welcome, everyone. It is Saturday, June the 11th, 2022. It is currently 1.29 p.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live from the Theology Central Studios, which is really nothing more than a second-story bedroom here in my home that overlooks a street in Abilene, Texas, where it's currently like 9,000 degrees outside. Yes, it is hot outside, but here inside the Theology Central Studios, it, it's it's pretty nice up here right now. Right now, it's pretty nice. Uh, I have to turn off the uh, AC unit behind me whenever I go live for sound quality purposes, but right now, it, it's pretty comfortable. I don't know. Um, I Hopefully, when this is, is all said and done, all of the reaction is going to be uh, comforting, I hope. I hope everyone's like... That's a great idea. I don't think anyone's going to like this idea, but are you ready? Okay, it all started because I'm a fool, because sometimes I don't think. One of the things I love about podcasting is I love things to be very just spontaneous, very impromptu, very just like, like I know a lot of people, they plan it out, they edit, 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 they record, they edit, 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 they make sure anything that's not right or correct is gone, so it has a sense of professionalism, a sense of perfection, you know, and and I understand that approach, I understand that, it just seems that everyone takes that approach, and it's almost like, here's the template you must follow, and if you don't know anything about me, I don't follow the template, right? Hey, this is how you should preach. This is how you should, and I'm always like, no, I don't have, no, no, sorry, not going to participate in your reindeer games. I'm not going along with it. Now, sometimes it's just because of fleshly rebellion. I understand that, and I've tried to get better at it over the years. There's a part of me that, like, if everyone says, this is how you do something, I'm like, I'm just going to do it the opposite way, just to do it the opposite way, which is not necessarily a correct way of thinking. I'm very aware of that weakness. 
Sometimes it's a strength, right? Because I don't go along with the crowd. I don't go along with the majority. So there's a strength that I'm not, there's no pressure at all for me to go along with the majority. I've always kind of just done my own thing. There's a strength in that, but it can become a weakness where you just rebel just to rebel. And I always have to ask myself, is that what I'm doing? Because there's always a tendency to be there. But when it comes to podcasting, I have decided for, for better or worse, for the right way or the wrong way, that I'm going to take a very unique approach to it, that I'm just going to make it very real, very organic, right? One, I just want to record all of my episodes live, right? Because I remember the days where I recorded them and it became literally a mental health issue. You don't even understand how bad it got because I wanted everything to be perfect and perfect and perfect. And I would spend... I would start, I would start and then I'd make, I thought what I thought it made a mistake, even if it wasn't a mistake, I would stop it, delete it, start over, stop, delete, start over, stop, delete, start over, stop, delete. And it was, there was anxiety, there was anger, it it, it hurt my family. It was, it was so detrimental to my spiritual life. It was, it was devastating because there was a perfectionism there on one. And I, and I kept telling myself, but I'm because I care about God's glory. I want God to be. I, I tried to make it about God when I think really it was about my own ego and my own pride. But so I, I can't go back to that way. If if I can't live broadcast, I, my my podcasting days are over because I don't think I can ever go back to the recording it because it it would just be it basically it would be like welcome everyone and I'd be like I don't like the way I said welcome. Hey, it is June. The, well, I, I paused there for a second. Okay, just let's just delete that. And it, and like literally, you you don't even know how bad it would be. So, but so on one hand, I'm glad that it's over for that. For that, I can't go back to that. But on the other hand, it really captures what I want. I want it to be very just organic and real. That I'm just a person, just a sinner, sitting in front of a microphone, and we get to talk about everything. Sometimes imperfectly, sometimes not great but that we can just talk about it. So a lot of times I come up with an idea and yes, in many cases I should sit down and maybe flesh out the idea a little bit better, map it out a little bit better, maybe kind of write out at least a, 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 a temporary outline of what I'm going to do. But in many cases like idea, boom, run up the stairs, turn on the microphone, welcome everyone. And I start talking. And sometimes five, 15 minutes into it, I'm like, what am I doing? What have I done? This is a horrible idea. And sometimes I, before I even know it, I've kind of now placed myself in a situation where either I don't complete what I've started, which is always embarrassing, or I have to find a way to complete it. Well, here's what happened. I don't even, oh, I remember. I got, I got a catalog or, a, you know, one of those little, I guess you call it a catalog, it, it, the little advertisement that you receive from Christian book distributors, CBD, right? And I opened it up and it had a lot of the 30 life principles stuff. I think that's where I saw it. Maybe I saw it somewhere else, but 30, 30 life principles, we've talked about it from Charles Stanley, right? He's got the book, he's got the devotional guide. I think at one point there was a DVD series 
And remember my history with Charles Stanley. I was a student at the Charles Stanley uh, Institute for Christian Living. I, I graduated from that. I've got a, a little certificate diploma from it. So I'm very familiar with his teaching, even though I don't agree with all of his theology by no means. Um, I, it's one of those situations I've always gone to any school, any institute that I can afford to go to at any time to just gain different, uh, well, gain education and gain perspective. But the 30 life principles that he taught have always intrigued me, but at the same time, baffled me, right? Because on one hand, it's like, oh, these are 30 life principles. This would be, it would, and I've always thought it would be cool to get a bunch of people together. Let, let's talk about these 30 life principles. And maybe when we're done, we disagree with all of those 30 life principles, but maybe what would emerge is what we think are 30 life principles that are more biblical than maybe what Charles Stanley presented. Or maybe we think we come out of it going, hey, these are the best life principles I've ever heard in my life. Whatever the case may be, I always thought it would be good to have that kind of discussion and conversation. But if you know anything, it's always hard to find Christians who really want to just, you know, dive in and study something. So I thought, you know what? It's been years and years. I, I've, I've picked up these 30 life principles time and time again. I've gone through them and I'm always like, I just, we're, I just don't, I, there's a disconnect in my mind and how he, how these principles came to being based off the scripture he uses to try to justify them. To me, there's always a disconnect. On one hand, I'm like, this is cool. Charles Stanley has been preaching for over 50 years, and here are the life principles. Who am I to be arrogant and not try to learn from them? Even though I may disagree with his theology, he's he's got a long time in ministry and in studying the Bible and preaching the Bible. At least I should at least consider these life principles. But every time I do, I always end up going, man, I just don't get it. How are you getting that life principle from that scripture? I just don't get it. But I thought it'd be fun to talk about it in a podcast. So we started working on them. And once again, it just, it, there's such a disconnect, it did not work. It did not work. So I started working through the life principles. We took a little detour. We, we've done a little bit of work on it, but without, it just, it just really wasn't going very well, wasn't really doing what I thought it was going to do. So here is my eloquent solution, my well-thought-out solution that I may regret <laughs> so very much. All right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take, I'm going to open up my Kindle app really quick. Where's my Kindle app? There's my Kindle app. I am going to take Charles Stanley's book, 30 Life Principles, I've got the Bible study. I've got the book. Any other, any other material that he has on it, I'm going to purchase. And what I'm going to do is we're going to create a series, not called 30 Life Principles. What we're going to do is we're going to call this 30 Scriptures in 30 Days. 30 Scriptures in 30 Days. And what we're going to do is we're going to take the Scripture. We're going to, we're going to take the Life Principle and go, here's the Life Principle, right? Here's the Scripture, then we're just going to look at the scripture that he gives. We're not going to we're not going to go beyond it. We're not going to add. We're not going to try to take the whole chapter and do an exegetical study. We're just going to say, here's the scripture he gives. Just the scriptures he gives, and we're going to say, based off this scripture, one, can we support the principle he gives, or two, do we come up with a different principle, or three, do we just say that no life principle should come from the scriptures that he 
presented. In other words, say, does the scripture support the life principle as given by Charles Stanley? Two, do we come up with a completely different life principle? Or three, do we look at the text and go, I don't think you should even come up with a life principle from this because this is ripped so out of context that I don't think this is even about a life principle. This is about, well, something related to Israel or whatever the case may be. That's what we're going to try to do. 30 scriptures, 30 passages of scripture in 30 days. That's what we're going to try to do. So really, it's going to be less about Charles Stanley and less about his approach. We're not even going to read what he says about the life principle. We're just going to say, here's the scripture he gives. Here's the life principle. Let's work on it. And I'm going to try my best to to take probably around 45 minutes. I was going to say 30 scriptures, 30 days, 30 minutes, and spend only 30 minutes for each one. But There's no way I can do it in 30 minutes. I doubt I can even do it in 45 minutes, but I'm going to try to keep it less than an hour. And I'm going to try to keep it where it doesn't turn into a part two, part three, part four, part five. I'm just going to be like, here's what we got. And we're just going to to work on it. I may do some of this from Victory Baptist Church. I may try to do this from there. Or I may just try to set up times where I can have the greatest, the largest live audience that I can have that maybe I can get the live audience to participate where they're like, well, what, what that, you know what? I think the principle works. No, I don't think that's a good, no, here's the principle I see. And maybe that back and forth, we can produce something good. So I'm not going to record any more in the life principles kind of mini series that we've started. We're not. Now I've got all of the, I've got all of the 30 here, the 30 principles. I'm just going to read them really quick. I'm just going to read them really quick. So here's what to look for. Starting soon, you're going to see a, a series pop up that, and if it's on the Church One app, they will all be right there. I'll explain that in a minute. I've got to create the artwork. I don't know what artwork I'm going to use, but it's going to be, because I've got to be very careful. I don't want it to come across like it's 30 for 30, like on ESPN. So I don't want to be accused of any, you know, infringement or plagiarism. So I don't want it to be that. It's going to be, thir- the, th- the reason I'm going with 30 is because we're, there's going to be 30 scriptures because there's 30 life principles, right? So 30 passages of scripture. Uh, I'm going to try to do so in 30 days. I'm going to try to ke- stay as true to that as possible. So I, I can't say 30 for 30. So I'm going to say 30 passages, 30 days, something like that. And uh, we'll see if I can create some artwork that may work. I don't, I don't know if I can. I think it'll be a fun thing to do this summer. It will give us a chance to be exposed to a lot of different scriptures. So it'll be more like a, a kind of a hermeneutical, exegetical exercise. I almost want to place it in the hermeneutics series, but I'm not. Because the hermeneutics series, this would fit with biblical hermeneutics. But it's going to be a, like a, it's going to be a lot of different things. Through it, but I've got to I've got to slap my hand the minute because once it goes into hermeneutics or Bible interpretation, then each one I could I could turn into a, like a series. So I'm going to have to be very disciplined, um, and we're not we're not going to be able to answer every question, but we're just going to look at the scriptures and see what they do with them, and we'll go there. So thirty passages, thirty days. Do we go 30, 30 principles, 30 passages, 30 days? I don't think that will, I don't know. We're going to come up with, if you, if you've got a better way to come up with a name, let me know. If you've got any suggestion for the artwork for the series, let me know so that I can start trying to make it. I'm not, your, your idea may be brilliant. And then you see what I come up with and go, that wasn't my idea. Don't blame me because I am very, 
I am not that good in creating artwork for our podcast series. If you if you go to the Church One app, Church O N E, Church O N E, do a search for Theology Central, make us the your your broadcast of choice, and you go down to series, you'll see the artwork I've made. It's not that great. It's very amateurish. It's very much an amateur. It's not very professional. But that's not my area of expertise. But I do the best I can. I do the best. I don't have a team here. We're like those, that's the graphics department. I, don't, I wish I had all of that, but I don't. It's just me sitting in a room in Texas. Okay, but um, I'm going to give you the 30 principles. But that's what you're going to be looking for. It'll be 30 30 passages, 30 days. I still think that's because it's going to be more about the passage of scripture than the principles. But 30 maybe 30 principles, 30 passages, 30 days. I don't know. That would be the long title. I don't know. Um, we'll have to see. We'll come up with something. But just be looking out for that. And I hope it's going to be fun. I hope it's going to be beneficial. But it's going to be a challenge. And the main reason I'm doing this is because I'm tr- I try. It bothers me when I leave something unfinished. It really it, it, it may not bother you. Look, I know the average person. They're like, okay, he stopped that. Who cares? Just move on to the next thing. You got a million things to listen to. So if I don't finish something, you just kind of shrug your shoulders and move on. I live in never-ending regret and embarrassment that I did not finish it. I feel like a failure. So I've got to bring this to some kind of conclusion. So that's what we're going to do. So here, what I'll do, I'm going to end this with giving you all 30 life principles as recorded in Charles Stanley's books on the 30 life principles. He even has the 30, the life principles Bible for crying out loud. The, I mean, he has went all in with these principles. So, and I'm just, I'm always been intrigued by them, but I've always just felt Okay, those are principles. Where in the world are you getting that from Scripture? In fact, in some cases, I would argue that I think in some cases, Scripture actually goes against his principles. But you you can tell me what you think. But are you ready? I'm not going to be able to, I'm not, I cannot, I can't speak about each one of these. We've already covered most of them, but I'm just going to give them to you. And then you can, uh, I, I don't know if you'll be able to, write, well, you'll be able to write this down if you hit pause once this is available for on-demand, and I'll get this, well, it'll, it'll be immediately available on all podcasting apps, and I'll upload it to the Church One app as soon as possible. If you don't have the Church One app, that's a way to follow everything. Church O-N-E, Church O-N-E, Church O-N-E, Google or Apple, Church O-N-E. Once you download the app, do a search for Theology Central, and boom, we'll know. We really don't know how many people are using the Church One app. We really, we don't get statistics on that. I have no idea if five people are using it or a hundred. If you're using the Church One app, I would love for you to know. Just email me, newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com. It's always fascinating to know how people are hearing us. Sometimes Pandora is number one. Sometimes Apple Podcast app is number one. Sometimes Spotify is number one. Sometimes Deezer is number one. It's we, it, every week it changes, but we, we don't really know how many people are listening to us on Church One. We don't. We really don't. We don't have a clue. We don't know. Uh, a lot of people listen to us on Sermons 2.0. We don't really know that. Now. We don't really know the no, so, some numbers. It's it's we still don't have any specifics. So we like to know so we know where to put forth our efforts. All right. But here we go. Here are the thirty principles. Number one, our intimacy with God. His highest priority for our lives determines the impact of our lives. So our intimacy with God, his highest priority for our lives determines the impact of our lives. I could start trying to explain that to you, 
but I can't right now because of time. I, I just want to give you these 30. We'll, we'll talk about them a little bit more when we do our the, the new series we're going to begin. Number two, obey God and leave all the consequences to him. Number three, God's word is an immovable anchor in times of storm. Number four, the awareness of God's presence energizes us for our work. Number five, God does not require us to understand his will, just obey it, even if it seems unreasonable. Number six, you reap what you sow, more than you sow, and later than you sow. Number seven, the dark moments of our life will last only so long as it is necessary for God to accomplish his purpose in us. That was number seven. Number eight, fight all your battles on your knees and you will win every time. Number nine, trusting God means looking beyond what we can see to what God sees. Number 10, If necessary, God will move heaven and earth to show us his will. Number 11, God assumes full responsibility for our needs when we obey him. Oh, there's some major issues I have with that one, but let's, that's okay. Let's move on. Number 12, peace with God is the fruit of oneness with God. I've got some some issue. I have some major issues with that. Major issues with that one. Peace with God is the fruit of oneness with God. Number 13, listening to God is essential to walking with God. Number 14, God acts on behalf of those who wait for him. I got some problems with this as well. Number 15, brokenness is God's requirement for maximum usefulness. Number 16, whatever you acquire outside of God's will eventually turns to ashes. Number 17, we stand tallest and strongest on our knees. Number 18, as children of a sovereign God, we are never victims of our circumstances. Number 19, anything you hold too tightly, you will lose. Number 20, disappointments are inevitable Discouragement is a choice. Number 21, obedience always brings blessing. Number 22, to walk in the Spirit is to obey the initial promptings of the Spirit. Number three, number 23, you can never outgive God. Number 24, to live the Christian life is to allow Jesus to live his life in and through us. Remember, to allow, I, I, anytime I hear we allow Jesus to do something, I almost just throw my iPad, but that's a whole different story. Number 25, God blesses us so that we may bless others. Number 26, adversity is a bridge to a deeper relationship with God. Number 27, prayer is life's greatest time saver. Number 28, no Christian has ever been called to go it alone in his or her walk of faith. Number 29, we learn more in our valley experiences than on our mountaintops. And number 30, an eager anticipation of the Lord's return keeps us living productively. Those are the 30 life principles as articulated and taught by Charles Stanley. Supposedly, he's been teaching all 30 principles throughout the 50 plus years of his ministry. There are some major issues I have with them, but not only do I have some problems with some of the actual principles, 
The disconnect I've always had is how does he arrive? It's almost like he came up with the principle and then looked for the scripture. Instead of allowing the scripture to bring forth the principle, the principle was there, and then he went for a scripture to try to prove the principle. And that's always a bad way to do things. Your principles, your beliefs, and your theology should arise from the scripture. You should not come up with your idea and then go try to prove it with scripture. No, your ideas must arrive, arise from the scriptures because you can go find a scripture to try to prove any principle, any theory, any idea you have. And I feel in many cases, it's like he had the principle and then went and tried to find the scriptures. And in many cases, I can't even understand why he chose that scripture to try to prove the principle. Because I'm sitting there going, I can come up with better scriptures to prove your principle than that. In fact, in some cases, he, he chooses scriptures that you're just like, what does that even have to do with your principle? So we're going to look at all 30 passages of scripture. That, and, and really, he, he uses a lot of scripture, but we're just going to group them together. Like here are the passage of scripture that he uses for this principle. In some cases, it's more than one, but for structure purposes, we'll group it together, 30 passages of scripture for the 30 principles, and we're going to try to cover it in 30 days, which makes, which does this to me. You can't say, well, okay, this will be part two, this will be part three, this will be part four, this will be part five. Look, this is probably going to turn into an utter and absolute total train wreck and a dumpster fire, but what better way to spend your summer than listening to me completely make an absolute fool of myself? I mean, wouldn't you? I mean, come on, you can pop the popcorn, you can grab, grab the kids together, and they're like, what are we listening to? We're listening to a complete idiot make a fool of himself. Ooh, this sounds fun, mom and dad. And so it can be family entertainment. Hey, I wonder how bad he messes this one up. He's he's struggling. He's It's like someone in the middle of the water and you're just going to see me splashing around and you're like, he can't swim. And you're just going to be like, ha, 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 ha. But at least you'll have fun. But no, what I really hope, in all seriousness, is that we'll be exposed to 30 different passages of scripture We'll get a little bit of a hermeneutical exercise, Bible study exercise going, and uh, maybe we'll come up with 30 principles that actually come from the scripture versus being imposed on the scripture. I think he's imposing these principles on scripture, so we're going to look at the scriptures he imposes his principles on. We're going to study the scriptures and see what principles we think arrive arise from them. I think that's a fun exercise. It's not going to be perfect. It's going to be sloppy. It's going to be messy. But I think it should be fun. And I want you engaged and I want you to be actively participating in it. All right. That is what we're going to do. So I'll create the artwork in the series. 30 passages, 30 days, 30 principles. I I, I think we should put the principles last. But in reality, he puts the principles before the passages of Scripture. I mean, I, I honestly believe, I, I am convinced of that. And I've been struggling with these principles since he started preaching them, which is a long time ago. And I'm, I think I'm even more convinced of that today. The principles seem to arrive first, then he imposed it on the Scripture. I know he would deny that, but it's what it feels like to me. So we're going to take the Scriptures and see what principles actually arise from them. That's what we're going to try to do. And we're going to have to be, I'm, well, not we, I 
am going to have to be very disciplined because as soon as we open up, like if we go to the first one, like if I go to the first principle and I tap on the screen, immediately we're in the book of Genesis. We're in Genesis chapter one. We're in Genesis chapter one. And as soon as I look at it, I'm going to be like, uh, man, Genesis one. Do you know how many years we could spend in Genesis one? But I have to, I have to ignore all that. I just got to see what scriptures he uses and just take those. Like, I just have to limit. This is all we have, right? Every once in a while, we may expand the verse before or after, but we're really going to just say, here's what he gives us. What can we and we may say, based off what he gives us, the no principle should be, we should not come up with a principle. Some of these, we may say that no principle should be derived from this because these scriptures are not sufficient. We would need more context. If he doesn't provide the context, we don't look at the context. It's, it's going to be really a hermeneutical challenge. It should be fun. It, I almost would like to take this to a, a, a seminary classroom on hermeneutics and say, this is what you're going to do this summer. Are you ready? Let's go. But there I would give all kinds of homework, but I'm not going to give homework. This is all going to happen in the course of one episode. Then we're just going to move on. Whatever. If it ends and you're like, that was a horrible, that was a disaster. The next episode, I can't go back and fix it. We're just going to have to move on. So by the time this is over, I'm probably going to delete the entire series because I'm going to be so embarrassed. But I know that I'm walking into like a a failure big time, but it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be fun. You'll, you can draw your own conclusion. Sounds good? 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 Are, are you excited? No, probably not. But that's what we're going to do. So there you go. Email me your thoughts. If you have suggestions, if you like, I think this could be, this could work, but you need to do it this way. I'm willing to listen. Email me, newsif at yahoo.com newsif at yahoo.com. What I should do is 30 principles or 30 scriptures, 30 days, 30 principles, all done at 6.30 p.m. But the only problem is there's no way to be, I could, I, I, I just, it would make it fun when everyone knows what time, maybe I can work something out where I can do that. I don't know. Um, but no, I, I, I'm just going to do it whenever. I, I, you know, now, I'm, now I'm taking, I'm going to even make it more complicated on myself because then I would be bound to just be right in front of a microphone at that time where it, it doesn't always work that way. So, but we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll make it fun. I hope it's going to be fun. I hope so because if it, I have a feeling by the time I'm done with the 30 days, I'm going to have like no listeners. It's going to be like, it's going to be 30 passages of scripture 30 days, 30 principles, and zero listeners. <laughs> That's what it's going to be. And that would not be funny. So why am I laughing? I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not laughing. I'm crying on the inside. All right. Everyone have a great day. You can email me, newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com. And there'll be no more live broadcasts till probably 9 o'clock tonight probably will be the next one about 9 p.m. tonight. So if you want to be, if you want to clear your schedule, do so. All right. Thanks for listening. God bless.